Thank you very much. Good, after, good afternoon. I have written in, on the blackboard the most important things I will develop in this simple conference. I don't know if it is conference or not. But the most important thing is that I am here available to communicate some important things about mercy and compassion in the Holy Scripture and also uh, the repercussion of this uh, doctrine of the Holy Scripture in St. Janus and in his spirituality. I have uh, written on the blackboard the most important thing I will develop. Uh, in, the, in God's plan, there are, are not coincidences. It's the same as saying, in this plan never happens by chance. This uh, encounter, this gathering was postponed. Father Gerard taught to realize this, uh, this encounter on May 31st, but it was not possible for several reasons. And it is very nice that uh, as preparation for this encounter, we celebrate uh, the solemnity of the most sacred heart of Jesus. And today you are celebrating the memory of the sacred heart of Mary, immaculate heart of Mary. These are no coincidences. This is God's plan. When we meditate, especially the, uh, the chapter 11 of the prophet Hosea, we understand that God is father and mother. And I will explain a little bit more uh, about this. I understood yesterday by preaching the simple ideas I communicate to the people every day in the Holy Mass that God is father and mother. And we need to understand this and to accept it because it's, our culture is another one. But in the Holy Scripture, it is clear that God is father and mother as well. Sometimes we use some words without knowing the meaning. For example, we read Every, read every day the canticle of the prophet Zechariah. Benedictus in Latin. Every day. And if we revise the Hebrew vocabulary, we know that Sakar in Hebrew means God remembers. God remembered Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth, after a long time expecting without children, and his mercy endures forever, and they had the opportunity to, to get birth to John the Baptist, the precursor of Jesus Christ. Sakar in Hebrew and Zechariah. The name God remembers, and 
the mercy of God is a continuous remembering of Jesus Christ, of God our Father, who remembers us, who enlightens us every day in every situation, and that it gives us the opportunity to grow and to progress and so on in our spiritual life. We have also a very nice word in Hebrew, me'im, and Greek is plachnon, in Latin, in English, entrails. It, it seems that God, as mother, is moved in compassion and forgiveness because he loves us a lot. And so his entrails are moved in compassion and forgiveness. This, uh, um, this uh, sentence we have on the screen in the tender compassion for God, the dawn from high shall break upon us, written by St. Luke in the Gospel, is the synthesis of this exposition. And I was inspired in these words because I experienced in my own life the mercy and compassion of God. I came here, United States, four and a half years ago without knowing any English word, practically, practically any English word. And sometimes I remember this and I think that my, my life is a continuous remembering of God in my lives. He enriches me every day more with his grace and compassion, and he helps me discover the will of God in events, situations, and persons. The word chesed in Hebrew, eleos in Greek, mercy in English, and misericordia in Spanish. It's a very nice word. The, the language in which it is, is uh, easier to express is Spanish because Spanish comes from Latin. And we have here mercy, misery, this is genitive, and Latin, cor, cordis, corazón, heart, and the is in a couple, is in a, a, a very simple word, short word, to express the word God. And it seems that God is very, very simple and very, it is very near to the misery, to the miserable people. It is possible to understand much better. God is very near. And he is compassionate because he took flesh in the entrails of the most holy mother of God, Mary, also our mother. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from high shall break upon us. This is the simple plan. This is the simple plan I will develop in this uh, moment, in these uh, minutes I have to talk to you. Okay. 
the program some orientations on the biblical meaning of mercy. Second, why a jubilee of mercy today? Some extracts from Pope Francis' homily on December 8, 2014. And the bowl of indiction of the extraordinary jubilee of mercy. This is the point I will develop. And let us start with a nice prayer and then listening a very nice song about mercy. The prayers and the songs we we try to interact are very interesting for us and help us to deep this concept I will express in with simple words.
now uh, let us pray is uh, we have a very nice prayer that we can use right now to participate in this in this uh, simple program let's pray together compassionate and merciful jesus my heart is long for your perfection You have voluntarily accepted them. Your proficiency at perceiving my soul is compared to reading large fonts in a book. Nothing is hidden from your panorama. Your merciful nature knows my intentions. Considering my continuous weakness, you are dedicated to the cause of my salvation. Jesus You are most kind and forgiving. You are the proven Lord on compassion. Okay. As you know, the word of mercy in Hebrew is hassled. And uh, when we read the history of salvation, we contemplate clearly that uh, The history of salvation is the history of God's compassion and mercy. God's project is to deliver the people from the slavery, from Egypt, from Babylon, and so on. And he is continuing continuously delivering us also today because his identity, his vocation is to deliver is to be merciful and compassionate. I have said right now that uh, the action of God, of the Lord God, is an action that remembers. God remembers. Sakar. When we read the prophet Hosea, we have a very nice example of God who is father and mother. And let us listen this precious text in the chapter 11th of the prophet Hosea. When Israel was a child, I loved him, and I called my son out of Egypt. But the more I called to them, the further they went from me. They have offered sacrifice to the Baals and, her, and set their offerings smoking before the idols. I myself taught Ephraim to walk. I took them in my arms. Yet they have not understood that I was the one looking after them. I led them with reins of kindness, with leading strings of love. I was like someone who lifts in an infant close against his cheek. Stopping down to him, I gave him his food. This precious text reveals clearly that God is father and mother. Many of these things are property of the mother, but God 
did so. He is father and mother also. The love of God is enduring. I have explained also that maim, the Hebrew word maim, splagnum in Greek, and in, in uh, English entrails, it seems that God is moved to compassion and forgiveness. And by moving his uh, most important parts of, the, of his heart and so on, he is compassionate and expresses mercy in every occasion and in everything. Let us read a precious and nice text of the prophet Jeremiah that help us to also to discover how God is compassionate. Is Ephraim then so dear a son to me, a child so favored that after each trait of mine, I must still remember him. Still he deeply moved for him and let my tenderness yearn over him. It is Yahweh who speaks. God never tires of loving and his love is renewed from generation to generation. God's love is elective and creative. As we remember the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, we know that the people of God was a little one. And so the book of Deuteronomy says, For you are a people consecrated to Yahweh, your God. It is you that Yahweh, your God, has chosen to be his very own people out of all the peoples on the earth. If Yahweh set his heart on you and chose you, it was not because of your outnumbered other peoples. You were the least of all peoples. It was for love of you and, and to keep the oath he swore to your father that Yahweh brought you out with uh, his mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery, from the power of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And as a parallel, the prophet Isaiah wrote in the chapter 49, this uh, wonderful sentence. Does a woman forget her baby at the breast or fail to cherish the son of her womb? Yet even if these forget, I will never forget you. His mercy endures forever. The people of Israel repeat when they Recite the psalm, especially the psalm 137.
Ki leolam hashdo. His mercy endures forever. This is a merciful love with, uh, which saves, rescues, and forgives. We have this text of the, the, the text of the book of Nehemiah. You are a God ready to forgive, gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in kindness. The book of, of the, the, the Deuteronomic tradition speak of the love of God above all in relationship to the past. God acts in the history of salvation in every event, in the past especially, um, by delivering the people from the slavery of Egypt, delivering them from the slavery of Babylon, and so on, in the past. But the prophets speak about that in the future, in the future. So the prophet gave to the love of God a messianic dimension. His mercy endures forever. And it is not possible to pass because he is acting in every situation to save and to deliver his people. The deepest, deepest element of the hazard has its mercy. Of God is his faithfulness to Israel. God believes in us, even knowing that we possibly will be unfaithful. He is taking into account the possibility that we are unfaithful but he is faithful forever, even if we are unfaithful. That loving fidelity is inexhaustible, and it is renewed day by day. Okay, this was the, an idea of the mercy of God in the Old Testament. And let us uh, uh, express some ideas about uh, Jesus' expression of the tender mercy of God. Jesus is sacrament of God's mercy. What is sacrament? It is clear that Jesus is a visible sign of the presence of God in our lives. We can contemplate his action in our lives. And the people who knew him could also stay with him, remain with him, and so learn from him every day more and more. So Jesus is the sacrament of God's mercy. Jesus followed tenderness and moved in deep in the depths of his being. I have spoken about Splachnon, is the entrails, and the Jesus, full of tenderness, is moved in, in the depths of his being.
Jesus condenses all the tender mercy of God. The merciful action of Jesus in favor of the brothers is reflected in key moments and situations, especially in this. He is moved by the crowds that walk like sheep without a shepherd, as we read in the Gospel of Mark. He touched and healed the blinds, as the image illustrates. He had compassion of the widow of Nain, and so on. These, these uh, uh, special moments in which God, Jesus Christ, expresses his mercy and compassion for the people. John the Evangelist does not use the, the word splachnon, but he uses instead 70 times the verb to love, agapao in Greek, 70 and 27 times the word love. And the love of God in John is the strength of the uh, has the is the, the strength of the incomprehensible and acceptable and extremist humanly speaking. It is is this humanly speaking uh, unacceptable that the Father gives to only begotten Son for our salvation. That is not possible to conceive in our minds. But so is God. Compassionate, merciful, and kindness. The style of the love of Jesus is a challenge, and to face it to the end, to the end, and to uh, to to the end will be the characteristic and distinctive feature feature of his followers. In this, will be known that the apostles and disciples belongs to Jesus Christ, that they love one another as Jesus did. And finally, the communities, the first communities assume and, and project the mercy of God. The first communities discover the urgent need to respond to the tender and merciful love with which God has visited them in Jesus Christ with equally generous and sincere attitudes. And we will review some points of the letter of St. Paul especially. Paul says that his entrails were opened wide and Titus also opens his entrails to the Corinthians, we find some expressions in this letter very nice that confirm that they were opened wide for the um, for the sake of the Christian, of the people of God. For example, on the the text of Saint Paul to, to the Philippians, Paul Paul seems to borrow the entrails of Christ. Let us read for a moment at be this simple text. You are a permanent place in my heart, and God knows how much I miss you all. 
loving you as Christ Jesus loves you. Completely clear. If our life in Christ means anything to you, if love can persuade at all, or the spirit that we have in, co in common, or many tenderness and sympathy, then be united in your convictions and unite in your love with a common purpose and a common mind. The letter of St. Paul to Philemon, these verses, Paul's tenderness and compassion reach the point of forming a single heart with Onassimus, the slave. The community Christians, the, the Christians, the, the communities make of love, tenderness, and mercy the hallmark of men renewed by the spirit of the risen Lord. They remember that the, the law of the Lord was written in their heart, and written in their heart, the love of God is possible to express it in. Words and deeds. This biblical material served to St. Janus to introduce the subject of heart. Especially these two texts that we have on the screen. In John 13, verse 25, we remember how between Jesus and the beloved disciple had a very special contact and relationship. And uh, so the beloved disciple asked Jesus who will betray Jesus Christ? And Jesus said to them, the, the one who is eating with me in the same plate this is, and so on. We remember that very nice experience explains how between Jesus and the beloved disciples was a very nice, very nice and important relationship. And, and the last one we have read today in the gospel, uh, in the liturgy, this text of St. John remembers that uh, from the from the side of Jesus after his death when the the, the soldier pierced his uh, heart with the lens flowed water and blood water remember the baptism and uh, blood, the Holy Eucharist. And St. Junius used these two texts especially to talk about the heart of Jesus. Lo love, which follows the biblical line and was advocated by St. Junius, the love. 
All you this spirituality is synthesized in the love that responds to love. And the other, uh, the other, uh, the other position was the reparation, Saint Margaret de Mary of Alacoc, and continued by mainly by the Jesuits. This is an Ignatius of Loyola, and you remember that they insist on the reparation as very important for the Christians. Saint Genevieve instead insists on love, love. Because Angelus thought that it is not possible to repair God because he is holy, the most holy. And then he insisted on the importance of love, more important than reparation. Surely we have laid a good foundation for understanding what the heart means and implies in St. Genius. We have heard a lot of things today, very nice, uh, from the from Father John, Father Gerard, Father Adam. We have spoken about this, and very important for us that we remember that the, the basis, the, the roots of all this uh, uh, history and this uh, important spirituality is the Holy Scripture. We finish uh, right now the first part, uh, the longer. The other ones are very, very short. And I invite you right now to listen another song. Very nice. Uh, especially uh, in, in relationship with that we have explained. Search of our dominion, 
Okay, the second part is, is very simple. Why a jubilee of mercy? Some extract from the um, Pope Francis homily on December 8th. Uh, let us prepare to this message with this prayer. 10 minutes, okay. Let us pray. Savior, Majesty, Redeemer of mankind. Through your kindness and forgiveness, you secure that was rightfully yours, having sinned against your greatness, lured away by the prince of darkness, your mercy released me from bandos. Grant me the insight of this great mercy that I may understand the sinful nature um, and be as merciful as you, holy grace. Merciful Lord, anchor my soul to heaven, never letting it out of your sight, ensuring my eternal presence with you. Amen. Okay, the Pope Francis says that uh, this uh, year of mercy was, uh, was inspired for him, especially because uh, the 8th of December was the anniversary of the Second Vatican Council. And the Jubilee year will close with the liturgical solemnity of Christ, the King, on November 20th, 2016. The walls which uh, for uh, too long had made the church a kind of fortress were torn down. This precious image, modern image of the church, teaches us that the, the, the church is a special, special uh, 
mother that uh, takes care of uh, her sons and daughters, her children, more than a very important thing and famous institution. Long may the church a kind of fortress. Let's remember that the, the church is very criticized, especially because the Vatican is uh, surrounded by the, the walls. Let's remember that. A jubilee of mercy is an special kairos. This is a new word in Greek and means opportunity. I insist in my preaching that our 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 life is a is a collection, a precious collection of opportunities we receive every day from God our Father. Okay, the church is called to offer more evident signs of God's presence and closeness. It is an opportunity to return to Father's house, said the, the Pope in the homily. The year of mercy will be uh, an opportunity to return to Father's house. Every day is an opportunity for us to return, to receive pardon and compassion from God our Father. And uh, the third point is the ball of indiction of the extraordinary jubilee of mercy. I try to, to, to put some special sentences that uh, explain much better the reasons why the Pope decided to, to, to convoke this year of mercy and compassion. Okay, let us pray. Father, it was said of the prodigal son that he came unto himself. Help us to walk up ourselves and to you. Set us free from the illusion of trying to be perfect so that we might be more fully human. Help us not to chase after an imaginary life and to find satisfaction in our real lives and turn us away from our self-rejection so that we might see that I, your arms open in welcome. Amen. Okay, these are the sentences I underlined when we read the bowl of indiction of this uh, year of mercy. First is the image I, we found in, uh, in the bowl. First, Jesus Christ is the face of Father's mercy. We have insisted first that uh, Jesus Christ expresses, wonderfully expresses the merciful and compassion of God the Father. He has never ceased to show in various ways throughout history his divine nature. These are expressions of mercy that the, the Pope uh, put in the, the bola. Mercy is the word. The word reveals the very mystery of the Most Holy Trinity. Mercy, the ultimate and supreme act 
by which God comes to meet you, to meet, meet us. And mercy, the fundamental law that dwells in the heart of every person. And it's very clear and simple for us. Mary, holy and immaculate in love, God responds with the fullness of mercy by Mary, the mother of God. Jesus came in this world through Mary, our mother. This is an expression of God's mercy. Because this is the time for mercy. This is the reason for uh, uh, why the Pope uh, convoked this year. Because this is the time of mercy. A time to offer everyone the way of forgiveness and reconciliation. It insists on the same, in same ideas everywhere. The mercy of God is hardly an exaggeration to say that it is a visceral love. I am explaining of this word, this plan on the entrails of God, moved in compassion and merciful the people in the history of salvation. And we have also here the sentence that the people of God repeats when they, when they pray with the Psalms for his mercy endures forever. And let us remember that this word repeated the priest when we go to confess our sins. At the final of the confession, the priest said, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. And you know how to respond? He's Okay. Jesus reveals the nature of God as that of a father who never gives up until he has forgiven the wrong and overcome rejection with compassion and mercy. This is an expression trying to synthesize the chapter 15 of Luke where we find the parables of mercy. Jesus made, made mercy an, uh, an ideal of life and a criterion for the credibility of our faith. The church's very credibility is seen in how we chose merciful and compassionate love. This is the exercise of exercises in our life. To be merciful and compassionate at the God, as God our Father is merciful and compassionate as well. Mercy is the force that reawakens us to new life and instills in us the courage to look to the future with hope. The church is commissioned to announce the mercy of God, the beating heart of the gospel. It's an expression very, very nice. God, the beating heart of the gospel. Mercy is the synthesis of all the Holy Scripture. I have said it three times that the history of salvation is the history of the deliverance of God from the slavery. 
Merciful like a father is the motto of this holy year, says the Pope. And we finish with this prayer and one final song. And I will to express some words as testimony of life. 30 seconds after we pray. Eternal Father, turn your merciful gaze upon the souls of those who do not believe in you and of those who have yet not known now but are enclosed in the most compassionate heart of Jesus. Draw them in the light of the gospel. These souls do not know what great happiness it is to love you. Grant that they, too, may extol the generosity of your mercy for endless ages. Amen. As testimony of life, I want to remember you that I was a diocesan priest for 18 years. And uh, in 1991, I decided to ask uh, to do my bishop for one year of mission because I was very tired teaching in seminary as a scripture professor and also spiritual director. And he gave me the opportunity in 1993 to go to a special and difficult mission. Very nice for me. And God blessed me this year by the death of my parents, father and mother, the same year. And during this mission, I, I thought that it was a very nice grace from God. And so... I decided to enter the congregation because I was as a diocesan priest to support my, my parents. And, and when I buried them, I entered the congregation and decided the community life. It is nice experience for me, the grace of God. And also, at the end of the times, uh, I had also the opportunity to come here to the United States to to help a little bit with the youthist work here, especially in California. And this is a very nice grace that I am experiencing here. Thank you very much for your patience and compassion with me. God bless you.